Go West, young man. Haven't you been told? Gonzaga's full of money, women, and gold. This is Locked On Big 12. You are Locked On Big 12, your daily podcast on the Big 12 Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Tuesday, everybody. I'm Drake Toll from ESPN Central Texas. Thank you for making Locked On Big 12 your first listen every single day. Is Gonzaga headed to the Big 12? Is this a bad thing? And does it open the door for the Pacific Northwest? Let's dig into it. Seth Davis, the original report coming out that Gonzaga, the Big 12, heavily interested, deep in talks. These two entities, one being a conference and one being a basketball powerhouse, have not been withheld from headlines with one another over the course of the last couple of years. The murmurs of this have been alive for a few years now, even dating back to when the Big 12 first started to to creep apart with Texas and Oklahoma leaving. A lot of people were talking about and have talked about where to put Gonzaga for years on end, even pre-BYU coming to the Big 12, when at that point in time it was BYU, St. Mary's, two of the teams in the West Coast Conference that seemed to keep that thing together. Now, without BYU... Gonzaga needs somewhere to go. Gonzaga and, and Portland State was not pushing the meter money-wise. And if it, if there's anywhere that kind of makes sense for Gonzaga to land, it's the Big 12. So I want to give you the positives first. I'll get into why West Virginia and UCF might be upset by this and, and a couple others. But I first want to hit on the positives. Number one, familiarity. Gonzaga is used to playing these these teams out West. Gonzaga and BYU has been a yearly matchup. That seems pretty natural. Gonzaga and Baylor have done their best to schedule one another in the non-conference. Gonzaga has been so good that it's consistently played the top competition in college basketball, such as Kansas, Arizona, Baylor, Houston, Kansas State, TCU, Iowa State, West Virginia, Oklahoma State, and while some of those programs have not regularly played Gonzaga or played them in forever, it's still worth noting that those are the teams who are all in the Big 12 who you consistently now see in the NCAA tournament or see as a future team in this conference being a juggernaut. And there are a few of them who I still left off. This conference is just so stupid deep. Perennial national national title contenders are in this league. And Gonzaga is a perennial national title. Did did you know Gonzaga carries the fifth most eyeballs in college basketball? That when you talk about TV ratings and must-see TV, Gonzaga, despite being in the conference it's been in, has been at the forefront of college basketball. Higher than teams like Arkansas. Rated right up there with the North Carolinas, the Dukes of the world, ahead of Villanova. People love watching Gonzaga basketball. It has become a, a bigger brand, basketball only, than a lot of Big 12 teams. The, the case was made on, on the Drake Toll Show, ESPN Central Texas this week, that Gonzaga is a better basketball brand than Baylor, despite not having a championship like Baylor. When you say the university name Kansas, KU, people think, oh yeah, basketball. When you say Baylor, people don't think, oh yeah, basketball. People are like, oh yeah, Baylor, maybe a private Christian school, Baylor located in Waco, Chip and Joanna, Baylor, Sugar Bowl champions, Big 12 football champions. Maybe that's what you think. Gonzaga, that immediately rings with everyone's psyche, basketball school, good at basketball. What Mark Few has built is 
is an empire at this university around one sport. They will pack gyms. They will travel. They will bring an, an added time zone. Everybody, uh, Arizona's on the West Coast. They will bring the true West Coast time zone. They'll bring the Seattle market, the Seattle area market where Washington, Washington State have just kind of molded around basketball, have not been a really good, really good replacement for the Seattle Supersonics. The men's basketball there has just been mediocre. And in that case, you latch onto something else. Your cult following turns to something else, and it is Gonzaga, Spokane, Washington. This is consistent NBA talent, consistent Sweet 16, Elite 8, Final Four level competition at the top of college basketball. You add it into this league, and you add dollars. People talk about revenue sports, and when they do, what do they mention? Football and basketball. It's football and men's basketball that push the revenue needle. Some, most, large majority of schools lose money on everything else. Everything else is funded by football and men's basketball. Mostly football, but men's basketball still in the conversation of revenue. For Gonzaga, where you don't have football, you're forced to make money off of basketball. And they do. This is a team that when they play Portland State, there are no dollars coming in for ESPN. They know they're losing money. Whereas if ESPN or Fox, who's going to be a massive player in future Big 12 basketball TV, if you bring in Gonzaga and Kansas at Allen Fieldhouse, or even Gonzaga at Oklahoma State at Gallagher-Iva, the Octagon, Gonzaga and Kansas State's the Octagon, right? Bring, bring them to Hilton Magic. That That's going to draw so many eyeballs. That is postseason-level basketball. Here's what, what you are used to as a Big 12 fan, is seeing Gonzaga in the postseason against X, Y, and Z Big 12 team. Probably the time that your team has played them, or the time where you've feared Gonzaga, is when it was the postseason, they're lined up in your region, or you're facing them in your region. I mean, you know what? Maybe you weren't afraid of them, a la Baylor, who killed Gonzaga in a national championship game, but that Gonzaga team had to win five games to get there in March Madness, which so many teams in not just the Big 12, but America, envy. This is peak college basketball. They are. They are. The last two decades, Mark Few has been so consistent that this, this move is one that makes sense for dollar signs. And Brett, your Mark's a basketball guy. You're wondering what our expansion commissioner is like? He loves hoops. He loves the old Big East. And you know what? It, it kind of has killed the ACC. Because the football powerhouses, Clemson, Florida State, they're the ones that want to leave right now. The Big East, obviously, it's just not really a thing. It's not quite what it was, right? It is more more or less failed in the long run by going just basketball, basketball only. It's not the way to facilitate a conference. Brett Yormark seems to be trending that way while still leaning on football, obviously, with the addition of teams like Utah, Colorado. There is the trend in basketball in the basketball direction to make more money off of basketball. And here's the deal. Here's the big thing we got to get through our heads. Here's the big thing you got to get through your head. Here's the one takeaway here. The Big 12 cannot, cannot surpass the SEC and the Big 10. So, oh, if the Big 12 becomes a basketball conference, they'll never beat the SEC or the Big 10. The Big 12 could relocate its headquarters to the moon and still not beat those two leagues. We've accepted that. 
this league can do things in a new, savvy way that makes it dangerous to those two to those two leagues because of how innovative it is. But it's never going to compete with them in football, at least not in the next decade. So you got to do something different. If you're the Big 12, you want to stay relevant in college athletics. You have to do something different with the understanding you probably you probably can't surpass the SEC and the Big 10. When you accept that and say, fine, what else can we do? You bring eyeballs to your conference by bringing in Gonzaga. But what if a move like that pisses some people off? What if a move like that means that member institutions who have been member institutions or even some of these new guys are very unhappy? That's something legitimate to consider right here on Locked On Big 12, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. I went to Game Time. I told you I utilized this mostly for the MLB, and now my favorite team, the Texas Rangers, they're in the playoffs. I'm going tonight to see the Rangers play against the Baltimore Orioles. First home playoff game since before I could drive a car, 2016. You shouldn't have to worry about when you're buying tickets and, and when to buy and and, and how, how am I going to do this and all these fees. No, just go to Game Time right before right before for sports music comedy theater everything killer last minute deals all in prices views from your seat best price guaranteed again last minute tickets flash deals zone deals easy to find and buy tickets and views from your seat see what you're gonna see at the game that's the one of the best parts to me and the game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price if you find tickets in the same section and row for less game time will credit you 110 percent of the difference Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, use code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Create an account, redeem code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off. Download GameTime today. You will get last-minute tickets, the lowest prices, and that is guaranteed. So what are the negatives to bringing Gonzaga in? I really want to shout out the UCF West Virginia fans mostly those in in that camp because you're sitting there as West Virginia now members of the Big 12 for 10 years which gives you tenure right you've you've earned it going wow hmm most of this expansion stuff aside from like a Cincinnati and UCF almost all of it has been focused out west Brett Yormark obviously is focused out west what does that do to Cincinnati what does it do to West Virginia what does it do to UCF doesn't help it is going to take games away, fan experience away from some of these schools. Tuesday night game between West Virginia and Gonzaga in Spokane. No way West Virginia fans can get there. Tuesday night between Cincinnati and Gonzaga in Spokane. Your student athletes are flying across, uh, totally across the country. From UCF to Gonzaga, especially across the country. There are some travel things to work in this that are going to suck. This is gonna this is gonna blow. Now USC is going to Rutgers. Yeah, you don't hear a lot of complaining out of Rutgers fans. I don't know how many of them are, how many of them there are. But here with West Virginia, I get it. You keep sitting here saying, why can't we have Pitt? What about Louisville? Why not sit and wait for the ACC to fall apart? And maybe at that point the Big Twelve can expand further. But why stick your neck out for Gonzaga? And and it, while it, right now it seems like Gonzaga is a safe option. One of the biggest reservations that I have is what happens when Mark Few leaves, even in, if this is in 10 years. 
We, we bring in this team that competes at the highest level of the Big 12. We'll say that Gonzaga has a really easy time transitioning to the Big 12, which, as we've learned, is, is not the case for most teams in a lot of sports. Basketball is a little bit different. I think they'd have a, a, a decent transition. Let's say they have a, a rocky first year. They get back up to speed, have seven years where their peak is they win one Big 12 championship in basketball. They compete for it every year, make two Final Fours in that seven-year stretch, right? That's really good. Again, a lot of schools would envy that. But then Mark Few leaves. And then within two or three years, say something falls apart, not surprising. Tommy Lloyd doesn't come back. Gonzaga starts having 10, 12-win seasons. Now you just have dead weight. You're making no money off this program. Your teams are completely, you're pissing money away to have to play Gonzaga, who in this scenario sucks at basketball. What, what we are assuming with this move is that Gonzaga is just going to be good at basketball for the rest of time. Because there can be a weird caveat of, yeah, yeah, we'll take Gonzaga until they're bad. We can't put that in the contract. Not how, not how it works. Be like, yeah, well, one day we'll decide not to have you anymore. They're really good, and, and they've been sustained. They've had a sustained success for two decades, but there's always that chance. You know, Mick Cronin leaves Cincinnati, and this team that's been so good at basketball now is trying to find itself again. That's going to have when a legend leaves a program, Baylor, women's basketball, Kim Mulkey leaves, trying to find yourself again. West Virginia is going to struggle to get back up to speed despite dominance under Bob Huggins for a good portion of his career. Duke, where is Duke? Syracuse, you know, it's such a volatile thing in college basketball where team can be so good for two decades, you change a coach, and the culture's gone, the fans aren't as interested. Sometimes there's a cult following around a guy like Mark Few. Mark Few got a DUI. We just kind of passed over that as well. He wins a lot of basketball games. Eh, which he's not, you know, rare in that category. It's happened to uh, so many coaches and players. It's like, oh yeah, you got a DUI. That sucks. So with with this, I understand the reservation. Travel's going to suck for West Virginia. Travel's going to suck for UCF and Cincinnati. Fans can't go out to Spokane for a Tuesday night game. It's going to kill that atmosphere. And if Gonzaga, in a couple of years, after Mark Few leaves, in maybe even a decade, they're still here and they start to suck, they. They don't bring you any value. They don't have football to lean on. If you bring in baseball, you can't lean on that financially. There's a lot of risk to making the Big 12 a basketball conference. There could be the reward, a huge reward, as you continue to build on the best basketball league in America, maybe of all time. That That is what you're trying to construct if you're Brett Yormark. But, but again, does that outweigh the risk of saying, look, we're going to bring in Gonzaga, and one day if they suck, we're just going to have to carry that dead weight. Now, if if you bring in an Oregon State, which we'll get into this, Washington State, and they suck at basketball. All right, sweet, fine, whatever. They have football programs to help anchor, to help set. You're like, oh, well, if we have X football program like a Washington State, what if that works out for us from a TV viewership standpoint? You know, you can, you can start to think about that. But the day that Gonzaga sucks, no one's watching them. We're just losing money. We're forcing teams to go out west. They don't have to. Is it really worth that? I mean, to me, maybe. I mean, I, I like this idea. I really do. My decision, if it's my decision, sure, bring them. Be some stipulations. Fine print here. But overall, is it the smartest decision for the Big 12? 
I don't know. My jury's out for now. My jury is out for now. If I'm West Virginia, I understand. I'd be pissed too. Yeah. If I'm UCF, I'd be pissed. Cincinnati, like, hey, let's hold on for a second. Wait for Louisville. Wait for Pitt. Wait for the ACC to implode. Now, look, on the on the flip side of this, you don't have to wait. You can do both. You can bring Gonzaga in and Pitt. You can become a 25-team league, which is where everybody's going. The Big 12's in a good spot right now. Unless you ask Kyle Whittingham. But I, yeah, I get it. I get the sentiment. And if they start to suck, that makes things really hairy. So if I, if I have to press the red button and say do it, I still do. But a lot to consider with this. I'm Locked On Big 12, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am not wearing underwear. They're built into my shorts. I bought a blanket at Marshall's yesterday. I love blankets, man. I just love being cozy. You know, like I, I'm not, I can't even apologize to you for loving being cozy. And one of my favorite cozy things is bird dogs. They make you look good. They stretch like khaki shorts, but designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and give you a sculpted look. People keep asking me, oh, is that, is that Lululemon? No, it's better. It fits better. It doesn't hog my crotch. Sorry, BYU fans. Bird dogs fix the issue of crotch hogging with cloud knit fabric. They use anti-stink sweat wicking, wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day. They're functional for any occasions. Golf, date, wedding. Show yourself wearing bird dogs right now. Send me a picture of you with your bird dogs and just say I'm not wearing underwear. <laughs> Don't do that. Go to birddogs.com forward slash locked on college to enter promo code locked on college at checkout for a free bird dogs water bottle with your order. Birddogs.com forward slash locked on college for a free water bottle at checkout. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. I promise you that. So have we done it? Have we kind of, there's a smoke and mirrors thing, right? Mexico comes out and says aliens exist. You think that mm, that's not right. And while the Mexicans are telling you aliens exist, something else is happening. The Illuminati is moving through the night. Do you think Brett Yormark is the Illuminati? And Gonzaga is an alien in Mexico. We're missing the point here. We're missing it's all a Fugazi. They're not actually trying to take Gonzaga. Gonzaga knows it. They're pulling Arkansas offered Les Miles a huge contract one time to come coach the Hogs because Jeff Long and Les Miles are buddies, as we would find out later. And LSU gave him a bonus because of that. What if? What if we test the waters with the Pacific Northwest? We never really wanted Gonzaga. We're just gonna we're just gonna test a little public intrigue. We're gonna see what's going on here. We'll see how our teams react to a basketball only and say, well, wait a second. If you don't like basketball only, if you if you hate the Gonzaga doesn't have football, so you can't bring them, what if ESPN paid for Washington State and Oregon State to come to our league? Tinfoil hat on, baby. You're calling me a clickbaiter? You're saying that I'm making up conspiracy theories? Well, yeah. Maybe I am. Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 22. What if this is a gateway drug? The Pacific Northwest is a gateway drug. We get in with Gonzaga, you know, smoking that Gonzaga pack, thinking, hmm, kind of like this, like ashwagandha. Is that the Aaron Rodgers thing? Uh, what was what was this? It was bad. And then after a while, you think, you know what? Ayahuasca is what it was. You think, you know what? This is pretty good. Let's go. 
Washington State, Oregon State. I don't know. Somebody texted me and they're like, this is this is what this is, right? This is just like a hey, Pacific Northwest. We could go up there, we could create a little pod. You know, Washington State, Oregon State, Gonzaga play basketball against each other and BYU's in that mix and Utah and Arizona and Arizona State. We kind of make a little Western thing. That's real. And remember, there's a lot of money sitting on the table right now that has Oregon State, Washington State's name written on it. Although Washington wrote it. You see the Washington deal where they were like, you know what? We, Washington, believe that you two guys shouldn't be able to sue anybody. Ha. We, the bad guys, believe that you, the good guys, shouldn't be able to have any cool stuff. Okay. See how that works out. What if this is a this is a test of waters? Or if this is Brett Yormark saying, you know what? Sure, we'll go West Coast. Here's what it does prove. If this is if this is all true, if what Seth Davis says is completely true, the Big 12 has shown that the West Coast is not an issue. There's not a territorial thing. That's never really been a case. We've never thought, oh yeah, Brett Yormark's going to avoid the West Coast. He's going to try to keep things remotely central. He's going to try to keep things all within an area or geographically sound. Nope. No. Nope. Brett Yormark's more of a, yeah, I don't know. That team wants to be here and they make us money. Let's do it. Which, for right now, Gonzaga basketball would. And Gonzaga basketball viewership is to is similar to Washington State football viewership. People watch that stuff, man. I don't I haven't seen a lot of Washington State games, but it has a huge pull way outside of Pullman. People watch it. Top Five, top one in the Big 12, top number one maybe in the Big 12 in, in viewership for the new Big 12 is where Washington State would be, top three at least, uh, with Colorado's recent surge. Gonzaga's like that nationally with basketball. Is this a segue into Washington State and Oregon State coming to the Big 12? Something to consider. Does it open the door? Something to consider. You chew on that. Because now we know, confirmed, the Big 12 will consider the West Coast. That's not going to be an issue. And you make the case of, all right, when, what's the timeline on this? You know, somebody texted me the other day, and they're like, I'll, it was another sports media member in the Big 12 who I really value and like. And they said, I'll give you $100 if, if Washington State and Oregon State actually go to the Big 12. And their timeline was like six months. And I thought, no, mm-mm. this could still be a year or two-year thing. I don't know if this is part of that timeline. That makes me think, is this is this part of that timeline? We had the, oh, Gonzaga rumors really ramp up. Maybe even Gonzaga joins the Big 12. You experiment for a year, less than that, and you see. I mean, they're going through a whole, there's litigation and a lawsuit for those two schools. So we're not going to hear anything concrete out of them for another, more than a month. More than a month before those talks truly start to ramp up. So we're going to be sitting on our hands for a little bit, wondering what's going to happen with those two schools, who I hope at this point most of us have built a soft spot for. Would hate to be a Kansas State and get completely left behind, just be in the dust for no reason whatsoever. So to me, right now, yes. I'm going to go with yes. This Gonzaga thing, there's a, there's a, a non-zero possibility. It has vague ties. Oregon State, Washington State. I'm going to put my tinfoil hat on and just say, you know what? There's probably some random small correlation or a tactical correlation. One or the other, there's a correlation nonetheless. That's all I can give you. Believe it or not, this has been It Always Will Be. I can't wait to see you guys tomorrow. This is fun. Will you subscribe, please? I want to hit 10,000 on YouTube by January 1st. I'll get a buzz cut. 
This has been Locked On. Thanks for making it your first listen every single day. Doce Grande.